You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunst along with Cindy Jennings coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. I hope you've been enjoying the show as much as we have. It's moving right along, Cindy. Hello, yes. Yeah, quick text. It's great. It's like just flowing nicely. That yes. the what? What are you oh. making fun of me? Well, you were texting as you were talking to me. So I wasn't. Can't... I was reading questions oh, that okay. didn't get put oh, up. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, sometimes my friends will text me a question, and if I'm not on it, then I... Oh, yeah. Well, they it. have to go through the regular route. Just because they know you doesn't mean that they ask it. They do it to you, too. All right. Anyhow, so, okay, we have, uh, we have, a, new, we have a new guest for this last segment. It's Mike. Uh, Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. Mike Mitchell. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Mike? Well, good morning, everybody. Um like you said, Mike Mitchell, I am the director of the St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center at uh, Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, yeah, I'm an alumni of, of, uh, of Northern. I did my undergrad here. I was a product of this Newman Center, and now I'm back here years later as the director. So, Were you, uh, were you active in it when you were a student? Uh, very. I, I practically lived in this building and grew up here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a very formative place and a very formative time for me, and I, I still benefit from what I gained here as a student and in my undergrad. So, 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 what, Mike? What prepares you for becoming a director of Newman? So, did you go to school for this in a particular way? Uh, no, actually, I went to school for counseling. Um, <laughs> the uh, the position here, uh, we normally it was structured in the past that there was a priest that lived here and served at this Newman Center and a small town parish. Uh, near Aberdeen. Um, as that got uh, kind of shifted and changed around, we have uh, we have a one of the local priests here that that serves the the sacramental needs and spends time here with the students. And then uh, the bishop created this position, which is the director, uh, kind of in charge of our ministry uh, aspect, as well as you know making sure the building maintenance is all taken care of, fundraising things of that nature. So. So, so what are some of the things that your uh, Newman Center offers students? Uh, you know, the Newman Center is, is such a great place um, just, for, just for a family, you know. Um, aside from the sacraments, of course, we have, we have mass and, and uh, adoration, confession. Um, but it's, it's kind of that uh, home away from home, that place where students can find some acceptance and support, uh, some support, excuse me. Uh, as they're away from home, um, it's a place where uh, they can they can uh, engage in their faith in kind of a safe atmosphere. It's a good place for them to engage with other Catholics, and, and we have plenty of non-Catholics that use this place as well. Um, but it's really kind of that, uh, what I see as, as kind of a training ground. It's a rubber-hits-the-road type mentality where uh, the first time where, where these young people are, they're out on their own, they're choosing whether or not they're going to walk in the door of the church, whether or not they're going to live out their faith, and and uh, they're confronted with, uh, with a lot of opposition in the world around us. So I see in our students here just a lot of that practical learning of how to apply what they know uh, to the world around them and live that out in, a, in an effective way. Yeah, and you know, maybe for listeners who don't know this necessarily, but a Newman Center basically is a—it's uh, a, like a it's named after Saint John Henry Newman, 
uh, a place for Catholic. It's like a Catholic. Um, uh, I don't want to say club because I don't want to demean it. It's a it's a it's a Catholic location on on public colleges where people that want to enrich their faith go to that isn't necessarily available in other areas of the public college. And so that's what Newman Center is really doing. So what Mike is working on is is getting people that go to um, uh, um, uh, Northern State University in Aberdeen that maybe have a strong faith or maybe have a, even a weak faith and want to draw those people in in college life <clears throat> and keep them plugged into the church. Mike, maybe you can say a little bit about, you know, what happens to the typical Catholic kid as they go and they leave the the roost of mom and dad and go off to college. I mean, that's a real challenging time for, for people, right? When they go off on their own and how does that factor in regards to the faith? Yeah, yeah, it it really is. I mean, when you look, when you look at the statistics, uh, you know, they talk about that uh, nearly half of uh, cradle Catholics uh, who become unaffiliated with, you know, with any organized religion, they're usually gone by age 19 or age 18. Uh, so we end up with about seventy-nine uh, percent of, of kids are, are gone by the age of twenty-three. Um, so we're seeing this this shift that uh, when when somebody's walking away from the church, it's, it's happening at these younger ages. Um, there's statistics out there that say roughly eighty-five uh, percent of Catholic young adults stop practicing their faith in college, and most of them within the first year of leaving home. Uh, and there's some there's some uh, polls that will push that uh, over 85 percent closer to 90. Um, but 85 seems to be kind of the most common statistic. So, uh, and, and sadly, what you know what we used to see in the past is uh, you'd have that people that that group that, that falls away during college and get caught up in in the things and and they move on and then later on uh, as they get out of college they get married they settle down they start coming back. Uh, to what their foundational roots were. And, and what we're seeing now is they leave and they're not coming back. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a very challenging thing. It's, it's, uh, we're faced with a lot, in, uh, especially in a secular campus, where there is a, there's a definitely a secular worldview, uh, those ideas that come with it, and we're really having to, uh, to kind of meet that head-on, uh, not just in the Newman Center, the building as such, but but on campus as well. So I know we had a guest on, I believe last month or month before, <clears throat> Bryn, who talked about college life and how, you know, as soon as you get to college, it's kind of like you need to find a club to join. What are you guys doing to go out and try to get people to come in? And, I mean, how are you enticing them just to maybe latch on to some faith as soon as they get there? Because I feel like that's probably the perfect opportunity is before they start maybe sinning or maybe thinking you know what right. I mean? like a lot of that is just like i want to have fun but i don't want to give up the sin you know kind of thing right yeah yeah and you know there is a lot of uh, campus organizations that that are vying for for the students attention um and uh and of course we're, we're one of them you know um we do like initially that that first week and our, our physical location, our Newman Center, is, is right across the street from a number of the dorms uh, right here. So we get a lot of traffic right here. <clears throat> and so that first week, especially, of, of school coming in, we got all the new freshmen. Uh, we've got events going on every night for the first week. 
here, it, even even like out front of the building in the parking lot, bonfires, and then we're walking across the street. You know, you see a, a group of students out there. Uh, our former students that are active uh, Newman people here will head across the street. Our focus team will head across the street. We'll we'll round people up and just welcome and encourage them uh, to come on over. And, and um, you know, we've got a lot of people that that. Uh, you get there, you're a freshman, you're a little uncertain about a great many things, and and those people that you meet and make connections with in those, those first weeks of college are oftentimes who you kind of stick with after the rest of your time here. And uh, so it's important that we make those uh, those good, solid initial engagements with the students uh, where it's, it's not really about, um, hey, come to the Newman Center, we need people here. It's about... Uh, showing them the love of Christ, right? It's reaching out and being Christ to the people on campus, saying, here's a home, here's a place where you can be uh, loved, cared for, you can ask your questions, you can have your good days, your bad days, and we're going to be here to support you and walk with you in whatever life throws at you. Yeah, Mike, I think that, you know, I think that you just nailed it. The idea is like, there's so many different um, uh, programs and clubs and so on and colleges, but when you go to a Newman, at least a well-run Newman, which sounds like yours certainly is, is that the students come in there, they know that they're loved and accepted. You know, a good Newman would not be like, you know, you know, backbiting and being judged and, you know, all the things that, you know, our culture throws at us. My, you know, in my experience in Newman's, which are relatively um, limited, is that people are drawn there. Even people that aren't even in the college are drawn there because, for the most part, these Newman clubs, these Newman centers, are are really about supporting and loving one another. And who, I mean, you need that more at college when you leave home than any th- at any time. Yeah, you know, definitely. We 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 have this tendency to think, okay, well, my my child is growing up now. They're they're eighteen. They're out on their own. They're in college, and and. Uh, and yet, man, when, when we're in college, we've still got a lot to figure out. There's so many students here that are, they're just still trying to answer the question, you know, of, of who, who am I? And, and who am I in my own view? Who am I in the eyes of God? What is it that I actually believe? You know, there's a lot of questions bouncing around, and, and uh, they're faced with a, a lot of different viewpoints on campus, too. So that brings about even more questions and more, uh, more need for for a place to ask those questions and feel like they can ask a question and, and get their answers. And again, be treated with that love and respect and acceptance that says, you know, it's, it's a safe place for you to come and just say, I I don't get this. You know, Uh, somebody hit me on campus and said, well, yeah, you Catholics, you believe this. And that's just nuts. And then they'll walk in the door over here and they're like, yeah, this is what I got hit with today. And I really don't know the answer. Right, and yeah. to have that freedom to give to, to ask those questions, to, to have that humility to ask the question, say, I don't know. Right, and not only understand what the answer is not only not only um, uh, maybe you know students, co- fellow students, but also mostly the professors <laughs> are saying these crazy things about the church. And so you go to the Newman and get the right answer. We're talking to Mike Mitzel, and he is the director of the St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center in Northern State University at Aberdeen, South Dakota. We're going to continue this conversation after this brief break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. I kind of stumbled into the Catholic radio uh, when it came here to Bemidji. You know, you're driving around, you hit the scan on the thing, and and it pops up, and you're like, oh, that's that's different, that's interesting. And, you know, the next thing you know, you're listening to Catholic radio all the time. It, uh, you know, you pick it up in the morning, coming coming in, you're listening to, to uh, the Sunrise Morning Show and Morning Glory, and, and then you get out with, with my job. I'm a forester here in the county, and... And so I travel about a lot, getting to different areas to do forestry work. So off and on through the day, you're traveling, you can pull it up, and, and you can listen to Women of Grace or, or Dr. Ray. He's just a hoot. I love listening to him. Uh, called the communion with Dr. David Anders. I listen to him. He is like an encyclopedia of knowledge. You could listen to him all day, I think. It answers so many questions about the faith that you didn't even know you had. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. This certainly is Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunz, along with Cindy Jennings, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, and we've been talking to Mike Mitzel. Mike is the director of the St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center in Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota. We've had a lot of good questions with Mike, and Cindy's got a good one. She took she asked during the break, and I said, that's a great one for on the air. Uh, yeah, so we've been talking about kind of just getting these children right as soon as they get to campus. And I'm wondering, like, with all those people who come by, all those interactions, how many do you see Catholic versus non-Catholic? Yeah, that's a great question. In some of our um, just more social events that, uh, you know, like I was talking about the stuff we do that first week that's kind of out and about, you get, you get a little bit of everything. Um, but as far as like some of the stuff in the Newman, people coming and actually making use of the place, joining in the Bible studies and things of that nature, we probably got ten to twelve percent active people here that are that are uh, of Protestant faith. Oh wow! Um, which is really it's it's That's really good. interesting to see. And we were just having this conversation at the end of this last semester with our with our focus team about um, there's there's a couple Bible studies here that are almost a hundred percent non-Catholic, which is interesting because there are a number of, of Protestant uh, groups on campus that are running Bible studies as well, but somehow they, they made it into our door, and I, I credit that a lot to our, our four Focus missionaries that are scouring campus on a daily basis, you know, and making those connections. And let me ask you, so with those study groups that are almost maxed out Protestant, how do you keep them Catholic? Are they staying um, Catholic, or are they kind of going their own direction? You know, uh, we've actually, we had... We had four of them come into the church uh, this last Easter. 
Oh, so, um, we are having some, some conversion uh, rates going on there. Um, you know, I think what it is is, is uh, again, it's that freedom to ask those questions, right? Our, our focus team is, is hitting campus, and they're just good, genuine people with a great approach, and they just have the love of Christ, and they want to share that, and they want to answer questions. And, and they're a very safe group to ask those questions to, and so these students are getting invited. Some of them are coming because they're not they're, they're Protestant, but they're not really uh, involved in their particular faith either, uh, and they're looking for something. And well, they, yeah, they're coming here because they were invited, uh, and so their their Bible study it's a Catholic Bible study. They're getting their scripture and the understanding from Catholic teaching and Catholic perspective. And when they have their questions of well, well, but yeah, this is what I was I was taught uh, in my faith growing up, and uh, our, our focus missionary is able to say, well, here, here's what the church really teaches on that, and here's what the church really says. So it's become a, a really good uh, source of evangelism and learning uh, for some of our non-Catholic brothers and sisters on campus too. That was actually going to be one of my questions. You kind of you know, took the window to my sales for that, about the, the people that come to the Catholic Church through Newman. You said four last year. Do you see that on a regular basis? Yeah, you know, we've had uh, pretty good numbers. It's been three, four, you know, for a number of years, I think, you know, from what I've seen. Um, and and it's, I don't see that stopping necessarily. No. I think even though we, we, tend to look at, we tend to look at the culture around us and, and we can get a little bit... Uh, despairing of it and say, oh, oh man, you know, it's, it's really kind of hard to, to go against that. But, but at that same time, when you're in that position in our society where there's so much uh, chaos and, and things going on, uh, you know, your soul is longing for truth, right? We, we, we're looking for something deeper, something to hold on to. And when, when it's presented to you, that truth resonates, that love of Christ resonates, and, and your, your heart just wants to latch on and seek more of that. And right. so I, I, I would expect to see that we continually have uh, more and more people just really coming into the church in that way. Yeah, God, you know, I mean, God is always calling. It's just whether or not we're drowning out his call. You know, I mean, we're, t- Absolutely. In fact, I, I just qu- I just quoted a little while ago on the air, uh, St. Augustine, who said, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O Lord. And as these kids are fed a bunch of, might I say, crap on the campus, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, people are longing for something that is more real you know, and more truthful, and truth attracts. And the, what Newman can offer is the truth, because the Newman is the, is the Catholic Church's presence on that campus, and hopefully that will draw yeah. those people in. We yeah, have a, exactly. Uh, we, have a, um, a, we probably here in Duluth have the most famous, most well-known Newman house in the country, because we have Father Mike Schmitz as our Newman director here, and he's yeah, obviously yeah. well-known. And I'll say that he... Um, uh, He's been here for a long time as the head of the Newman, and, and almost every year he has more people coming in through Newman into the church than any of our parishes do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's very active. And so a, a Newman, a Newman uh, center on a campus has incredible potential because that is the, the, Mike, as you were mentioning, that is the period of time where kids are leaving the roost and, you know, it's like they're super impressionable probably more than any other time as they get prepared for that adulthood. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, and, and uh, our, our world is it's loud, it's busy, it's fast-paced, and it does, like you said, it, it does have a tendency to drown out God. And uh, one of the beautiful things about, about a Newman is, is we have that opportunity then to, to teach these students that there is a different way to approach your day, right? Uh, there's this opportunity. You come into this building, uh, there's a church right here. You can come in and sit in front of Jesus every day and, and teach the students how to take that time to be in communion with the Lord, 
and and to and to put the phone down, uh, put the studies aside for just a few minutes, and sit there, and and talk to the Lord and listen and see and learn how it is that, that God wants to speak to you. How does God want to move you through your day, through your college career, you know, and deepen that relationship with Him in that way? And that's something that we offer here and on every Newman Center campus, you know, that is that stands firmly against what is going on in society and in the world around them. So it's a beautiful opportunity. Mike, you made mention earlier in the interview um, uh, something about the Focus Missionaries. We have a few minutes left. Why don't you speak a little bit um, uh, about what is a Focus uh, Missionary and how do they play their role in Newman Centers? Yeah, everybody's pretty familiar with Focus. They're uh, they're a a national organization, you know, that uh, they provide uh, ministry on uh, on campuses. You know, Catholic campuses, too, have have, uh, Focus Missionaries. A lot of us secular campuses have them. It's usually a four-person team. Um, it's usually two guys and two ladies, um, and their job is to, to hit campus. Their job is to scour campus and just meet people and invite them in. They run Bible studies, and they do some one-on-one discipling. Um, and uh, I, I'm blessed with a great team here. Um, the team that I have here is, is just doing an amazing job. Um, they've brought uh, so many so many students into Bible studies, and, and we're a small, we're a pretty small university here. We're not really big, um, but yeah, we've we've got a, a great number of students, and like I said, they're they're welcoming enough that uh, we've got our our non non Catholic brothers and sisters that are that are joining us too. And then you see some of that carryover where that leads them. They come in the door a lot of times because they're invited by a focus missionary. And that's your touching ground. And then, you know, they start building that relationship, that friendship. There's that acceptance here. And then they're part of family, they're part of community. That, that It's that old adage, iron sharpens iron, right? We want to help each other grow in that faith. And that's what, that's what we're doing here. And that's what Focus really helps uh, promote that and teach yeah. those Bible stuff. It's a, you know if we're in uh, we're at, we're in the coming weeks now where kids are going to go back to campuses and any parents or grandparents or even students that are listening right now make sure that when you go back off onto campus that you plug into Newman if you want to keep your faith plug in Newman and so that's a it's a, just a huge important instrument that uh, that um, is offered on all these on these these secular campuses Mike uh, last fifteen seconds anything more you want to add. You know, I would say is for, yeah, like you said, any, any parents, any kids checking out the college, when you go and drop your kids off, uh, find the Newman. Help them find the Newman. If you don't know where it is, find it. Walk in the door, you with your student, um, see who the priest is, the, the director, the focus team. Get an invite and touch that. Uh, make, that make that contact right there. And uh, it's, it's a big help. It's a big help Amen. for the students. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks Thank for joining you, us, and uh, God bless you in your in your important work. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. All right. Bye bye. Well, there you go, Cindy. Mm. We're almost at the conclusion of another show. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Great guest. And now comes Amazing. my favorite part of the show. We welcome Eli back. Hey, Eli, thanks, Father. Hello, Eli. Eli, could you please tell us what's coming up in the next show? Oh, I would love to. We have another <laughs> great show coming up tomorrow morning, nine to eleven a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by. Tim Mosier coming to you from our Fargo studios. He'll visit with Father Shannon Bouquet from Human Life International. 
then Kathy Bjorkland and Rebecca Smith will talk about recognizing the dignity of the homeless and those in need. Then Deacon Mark Creechy from the Diocese of Crookston will ask, what, it, uh, what does it take to become, a, to become a disciple? All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Wednesday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back are, to you. Are you okay, Eli? Great. Like you were, were you getting burped when you uh, were saying something there? <laughs> My mouth is sticking. I ran oh. out of coffee. And oh. My mouth is sticking together. It's annoying. Well, it's kind of a bad thing to have happen to you when you're on the radio, I suppose. I knew you were going to get him on that, too. Well, if Eli and makes... He's, good. If, he's perfect the whole time. If Eli makes a mistake, little... he's going to hear it from me, especially in the waning minutes see, of the... See, I remember when you used to say that the preview was your favorite part of the show because you could sit back and count all the mistakes I made. Oh, he's well, helping you then. So I, I just, you know, I just anticipate it. It's, you I'm know, it's just part of it. <laughs> I'm still doing that. That's why it is my favorite part. But usually it's, it's been Therese lately, so I've, the concert's been really boring. At least we don't do the weather anymore, so you can't make fun of the places I pick. This is true. So that is true, Cindy. I mean, before you were on the air, we used to do weather, but they don't do weather anymore because they replay these shows. And so, oh. so he would pick out the most obscure places to say what the temperature was. It's like... That's I've never even heard of that place. You just made that There's up. Weather and a geography lesson all in one. What was the one place that we like? We totally said Father Ryan and I said that is not a real place. Happy, and you Happy Wander, Minnesota. It's South, Happy Wander, it's like Minnesota. It's up in the Iron Range. It's an unincorporated township. So there's like no people oh, there. Cute. There's a but bar it counts. there. No, the the bar is in Ely. Oh. It's just like oh, I don't it's know, right there. Place or something like okay. That. Well, I'm. I like what, that place. Uh, how's Happy Wander doing today? I'll have to check. Mm. I'm sure it's probably perfect weather. Nice, yeah, beautiful, 76 and sunny. I don't know. That's because it's in the diocese of Duluth, <laughs> and in the diocese of Duluth, everything is perfect. All right, so and well, smoke. great, great show, uh, Cindy, and um, hope everybody enjoyed it. And we will see you guys next month. See you next month. Yep. May Almighty God bless all of our listeners in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless everybody, and have a great, wonderful day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.